You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Welcome everyone to another edition of Everyday Attraction. This is your feel-good sister, Ray. And this is Heather. And we welcome you to another episode of Everyday Attraction, where we just wax on <laughs> and wax off about all things spiritual and physical. And we love leading edge conversations specifically around this law of attraction and all the divine laws that we love to speak about. And really, this show is here as a rampage <laughs> of appreciation about leading edge teachers that talk about the truth of who we are how we can use that knowledge of who we really are to have more fun, more alignment, more expansion, juicy contrast, because it's not about perfection, right? It's just about being able to embrace the contrast that happens on this gorgeous planet and see that everything is unfolding perfectly. And Heather and I are teachers and students and really just um, two women who are on a spiritual path, but are very, very much entrenched in the physical. We like to have our toes in the sand. I got a toes in the sand visual there, Heather. Mm. <laughs> and so yes. and so, even though we like to talk about spirit, we like to talk about source energy, we like to talk things beyond the physical, metaphysicals, we like to sometimes call it. Really, it is about acknowledging the fact that our physical environment is so plump full of spirit and divine essence and that which we are that we miss out if we just look for the only look for the meditative moment. So we welcome you to our show. If you're new to the show, we say hello. We talk a lot about specific teachers uh, that we enjoy so much, the Abrahams or Abraham-Hicks com the work of Esther Hicks we tend to really focus on their on their work because it is delicious it is simple and deep and it's never-ending right Heather I mean how long have we been studying these people these people these spirits these, people. <laughs> <laughs> these spirits these entities I think I'm going on I don't know year eight or something nine or something like that did you start when did you start listening to Abraham Oh, 15, 14, 15, 16 years ago. Wow. So you really were listening in like the early days. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. But then I didn't listen as much as I do now. I mean, I went to uh, live and then I listened to the, the um, 
I think it was the cassette tapes. Oh, I have thousands of cassette tapes. Cassette tapes before CDs. Yes. <laughs> Can we have a garage sale for the cassette tapes? Longer than eight or nine years, probably, if you have cassette tapes, girlfriend. Is it really longer than that? I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have, but I mean, the cassette tapes weren't new. They were handed down, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I was more in the, in the CD. I came in during more of the CDs. Now we're into the MP3s downloads, yeah. you know? So I love that. But what, what I love most about these teachers is, is that it, it's always evolving, but they're funny and delightful. And yet what they're talking about is so it's life changing, isn't it? It's like, if you know, and understand these principles that they talk about, your life gets so rich. Yeah, it's true. And the other thing that I noticed for for me being that I started personal growth and development since I was like 18 years old, and I've been through so many personal growth presentations and workshops and seminars and all of that. And I love them all. But when I found Abraham, there was something in my heart resonated, like my my vibration felt that this was the truth. And this was it. It was. And my mom used to tease me that I was the kid always looking for something. And I'm like, yeah, I've always been looking for something, you know, and I think when I when I found Abraham, I'm like, oh, this is what I've been looking for. Because this is it's just I know it's real. I know it's true. You know, like you don't have to wonder. Absolutely. And I, I love that about you. It is so fun. It is so fun to find a kindred spirit on this journey and especially to find someone as totally into them as you eat as I am. I mean, it's so thrilling. And what I love so much about working with you is just when I think I am just the biggest fan, I am just the, you know, I'm the biggest groupie. Um, I, you know, I, I hear how much you listen to and I'm like, oh, I'm not alone. (laughs) But we are not alone. (laughs) We are not alone. And I love this whole Abrahamic community and all the funny names that we give ourselves and all the wonderful trips that we go on together and all the wonderful workshops that we show up together. And it is a family. It is a community. People who stick with this teaching and, uh, you know, really feel like it is home to them. Um, we know each other and, and it is really fun, uh, to continue to, um, just kind of high five each other on this path and, um, and continue to go deep on it too. I just got back from a, a workshop, um, with, uh, for coaches and it was really cool. And so she says, well, I think you all know I'm a big Abraham fan. And she did this piece on teaching, um, the emotional guidance system, and during the seminar, there's about, I don't know, 160 coaches and healers and light workers and stuff in the room. And I was like, yay, we're talking about Abraham. <laughs> yeah, as you know, you're in the right room, right? Um, but it is it is fun. And, and also, I love that this work is applicable within the larger metaphysical community. I mean, it it's a beautiful complement to the unity teachings to science of mind. You kind of can pretty much flop anywhere. Um, in this, in the broader metaphysical community and, and see that these principles are aligned. But what I enjoy most about these teachers and what we're going to talk about this hour is the fact that they really drive home how much we wanted to be in these bodies and how much we wanted to have this physical experience. Because I know a lot of people on the spiritual path sometimes think that, 
it is about meditative bliss that they're searching for. And that we're all spirit. Yeah, that we're all trying to go to the and that the physical just slows us down. And the physical kind of messes with us and, you know, throws um, rocks on the bliss path. But but really, what what I love about the Abrahams is they they really encourage us to see that the physical is sensual spirit. It is the feeling, hearing, tasting, touching experience of source and and that we're really to revel in it and to enjoy it and not to um to make separation between the physical and the non-physical. So though although we love to talk about spirit and we love to talk about alignment and internal thoughts and emotions on today's show, we're going to talk more about how delicious is it to be in the physical to see, to hear, to touch, to taste. We're going to talk about sexy. We're going to talk about how good it feels to be in these bodies and how good it feels to just see through that sexual, sensual self and embrace that as part of a deeply part of the spiritual path. And I know that's a a passionate subject um, that Heather loves too. Yes. (laughs) It's not only a passionate subject, it's my, it's kind of my core business because I'm so passionate about source and connecting to source and I am really excited about how we connect to source through sensuality, through sex, whatever words you want to use. And um, I don't think people are talking about it. I mean, people, when you think about sex, you think about like not source connecting things maybe, you know, maybe you do, maybe you don't, I don't know. But I think it's exciting to talk about how we connect to source through our body. And of course, Abraham always talks about joy and pleasure. More of that, please. <laughs> yes. Well, they talk a lot about the fact that, you know, the orgasm and the experience of spiritual climax or even just being, you know, sexually, sensually alive is an alignment feeling, is yep. the feeling of alignment. And uh, and I think that that is a powerful thing for us to remember that that is part of the path. But I also, too, I want to broaden the the word sexy and make it just about that sensual world yep. world because taste can be sexy you know color can be sexy shape obviously music um things that that come into our senses and and really make us feel alive that to me is sort of the spiritual sexiness that that i think oftentimes we forget that that it is such an important part of our alignment process um not absolutely well that's what sensuality is it's the access of your senses all of your senses right exactly and we know that our senses are so deeply connected to our emotions and as we talked about in last week's show it is your emotions as the first physical manifestation on your co-creative journey with source so when you're manifesting and you're moving towards something you're desiring love the word desiring it is the emotional experience that is the first physical manifestation that says yes you're on your way if indeed you're feeling good and joyful and excited and ecstatic and all those kind of delicious words So I think, you know, bringing emotion into the sensual just continues this joyous path of, you know, um, how important it is that we do see that the physical world is our spiritual expression. There is not, you know, there is not a line in the sand uh, between that which is physical and non-physical. It's just sort of a stream 
and we're able to see things um, and, and be able to translate things differently when they're in the physical, but it's the same energy source. It's the same matrix, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I think that uh, I love that because, you know, I love the what the physical world has to offer. I love beautiful homes and I love great food and I love um, experiences and beautiful cars and bicycles and walking paths and shoes. <laughs> Did I mention shoes? (laughs) I love, you know, wine and all that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was just thinking the reason, well, you probably said this already, but the reason that, um, that we're talking about emotion is that senses are basically how we translate vibration. So smell is a translation of vibration and sound is a translation of vibration. So there's where your emotion is connected through vibration vibration makes sense so it makes sense that the physical world is simply reflecting back to us the that sort of complex matrix of energy that then our senses pick up and revel but there's also i think such an amazing concept that abraham is bringing through to us and that is is that we are not alone when we're translating the physical that non-physical spiritual energies are seeing through our eyes, tasting through our tongues, feeling through our touch, because they have driven home so clearly that there is no such thing as death, that there is simply a trans, a, really a transition in positioning and how you experience the physical, but the energies that have quote unquote passed on or passed forward or made their transition or however you to are really actually experiencing the physical still but through a different vortex through a different experience through us and I think that's really interesting when they first started talking about that I was amazed because in my mind it was like well they have gone on which, yes, they've definitely, you know, whatever energy does. And, you know, of course, all of us will experience that. But I love the fact that they've been talking about how Jerry, who made his transition a number of years ago, and for all of us, you know, who followed the Abraham Hicks um, story and, and been involved in their teachings, that was a really big deal when Jerry made his transition. And it has been, I think, the pinnacle of some incredible learning for all of us about the fact that indeed there is, is, is no death. And Jerry is still very much involved in the experience of this planet and what he mm-hmm. intended here. Isn't that fascinating? Mm-hmm. I love that part. And we're going to be listening to a track in just a little bit from um, the Canary Islands a cruise that they all went on for two weeks. Can you imagine? Oh, let's just take a moment. Um, and I, I highly encourage everyone to, as uh, soon as the full DVD comes out of the Canary Islands cru- cruise 2014, to just get the whole thing. It's amazing. But there was actually a moment where someone got in the hot seat and asked if Jerry could come through and answer a question. And Again, that experience was so profound, very much alive, very much still Jerry, and yet now part of this collective essence that we know of as these teachers called Abraham. So again, the physical and the non-physical really dancing with one another, having no end in sight, and um, 
And with that note, we're going to go to this recent track. We're going to play a little bit and talk a little bit about it, too, before we go to the break. Um, This is a sexy rampage from our Abrahams. And I think we'll have a lot of fun with some of the things that they talk about. So, again, this is the Canary Islands in 2014. If you want to get this track right away, head over to abraham-hicks.com. And go ahead and order it up and all the other wonderful things that they have to offer there. But here's a little taste of a sexy rampage. Here we go. Please. Eventually. Can we play with that? You want to go from the dark side? (laughs) So we'll ask you some questions. Sexy? You're talking about sexy? Yeah. So... What is more sexy, limp? <laughs> You're the ones drawing the dirty pictures here. What is more sexy, limp, placid, tired, lethargic, or vital, eager, energetic? What is more sexy? Clarity, confusion. What is more sensual? Savoring? What is more fun? Momentum, speed, slowness, tiredness. So, Alignment applies to everything. But when you take a specific subject that is important to you, Napoleon Hill wrote a book years ago, Think and Grow Rich. Jerry devoured the book, bought thousands and thousands of copies, gave them away. But there was a segment in the book, a chapter in the book, called Sexual Transmutation. Jerry always skipped over that part. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here with your feel-good sisters, Ray and Heather. We'll be back right after the break. Are you saying to yourself, I'm going to focus on me starting Monday? or right after the holidays, or on my next birthday. Well, we are here to say, don't wait another moment. Your health is the most important gift you have for yourself and those you love. Start now to become a more vibrant, healthy human being. Take that critical first step and join us every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central on Awaken to Your Best Health, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. state of change, a period of transition? Perhaps you simply don't know which way to turn, or you want guidance on taking that next step in your personal or professional life. 
you can activate the power of yes with Reverend Beverly Melander. As a new thought minister and next step counselor, she knows how to listen to where you are and help you get to where you want to be. With 20 plus years of experience, she offers spiritual counseling and affirmative prayer next step counseling for your personal or professional life, as well as resume writing and editing. To learn more about Beverly's counseling services, visit beverlymelander.net. That's Beverly, M O L A N D E R.net. We now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here with your feel-good sisters, Ray and Heather. We uh, just had started a track and ran out of time before the break. We're going we're gonna to quickly go back to this track. It is a sexy ramp, rampage from our teachers, Abraham, and we'll talk more about it. Here we go. But what Napoleon Hill knew is that the components of the sexual experience, that's the experience that most humans have had personal experience at understanding what true alignment is. And what true alignment is, is focus, co-creating, co-creating and focus. There is nothing more expansive than that. A willingness to set aside all other subjects, focus on something specifically and stay there long enough until the momentum carries you to more and more and more and more and more. So, um, what exactly are you looking for here? I want... Vitality and clarity. In other words, take it off that subject just for a little bit and find your connection. In other words, this unconditional love that we've been talking about is about finding the alignment and then. Find the alignment and then apply it to the focus of whatever subject that you are talking about. Most people don't do that with any subject, and especially with the subject of sexuality. What they are doing is running around demanding that the conditions bring them to that place. And so it can bring them to a place, but it does not bring them to that place, you see. Mm-hmm. It's come into alignment and then. Come into alignment and then. Yeah. Cool. I guess what the essence of what I wanted was I so enjoy this physical experience and so much of that has to do with looking at the deliciousness that, you know, I can look at anything and I can feel the, that delight. But feel the difference and we know that you can, we know that you do and we know that you'll get this and you know that you help us say it in a way that others get it too. Feel the difference between being there and then looking and looking in order to get there. Right. And almost everyone is looking in order to get there, not finding it, 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 not finding it. So there is a layer of disappointment. There's a layer of yearning. There's a layer of resistant vibration that is muting the true alignment and the true sexuality that you're wanting to feel. The true aliveness, you see, where if you find the aliveness and then you let the 
materialization, the manifestation, come in response to that. Esther was writing earlier this morning. All right, I got to stop there. <laughs> There's so much going on in that track. I just have to stop there. We just have to stop there and, and go back a little bit. So um, just to highlight what they just said, so important in this work, is that the idea is to be in alignment first. Mm-hmm. And then the world takes on a sexy like you've never seen, takes on a vibration, takes on a beauty, is truly seeing through the eyes of source, which are sensual eyes. They are eyes that are seeing the fullness, the vitality, rather than looking at something, quote unquote, sexy, or looking at something that has provocativeness to it, and then trying to find your alignment from that, Mm -hmm. the hard way to go about it. Yep. It's the same as everything, right? Is that whole, when I lose weight, I'll be happy. When I find the man of my dreams, I'll be happy, you know, <laughs> right? the opposite of what's true. Fill in the blank, you know, and I, I just love that about this philosophy because they say over and over again that, you know, w- when you align first and connect with that broader self and, and really care about how you're feeling and really care about the kind of thoughts that you're feeding yourself um, and continually practice the the letting go and the, f- you know, releasing resistance, all the things that we talk about on this show consistently, when you do that and then you really step into that alignment and then gaze upon the physical and then gaze upon all that is. It's a whole new world that comes about. And even the contrast, even that which is quote unquote ugly or that which is out of alignment or that which is struggling um, has a different hue, has a different way of, of holding it. It's that step for living again, where you are still staying anchored to source, even while the contrast is playing itself out. Not to say that it is um, beautiful, but it ha- there is a piece about its unfolding that holds it in a way that you know the potential of it is beautiful and the potential of it is coming. You know, that that really is um, the opportunity, I think, that we have uh, when when we we really commit to being in alignment first and then. It's such an extraordinary way to be in the world. And, you know, as as you know, the guy in the chair was saying, when I'm in that place, I can look at everything and find delight. You know, um, the vitality the momentum, all the things that, you know, that we're talking about as quote unquote sexy are actually really things that we talk about uh, when we align with source. They're, yep. they're, they're really chained together in that way and clarity, eager, you know, we savor fun, momentum, speed, all those things that we want are, are very much what we consider um, feel good. You know, they're components of that same sensual experience. And, you know, as Abraham mentioned, that is really true alignment as well. Yes, and it feels so good. And it feels I love so good. just the testing um, for ourselves to say, 
Um, what do I notice when I do this? How do I feel when I do that? How do I feel? Maybe not doing, but um, just knowing like what am I thinking about and what am I focused upon? And when things feel so good, when you get that like buzz of alignment and just knowing like what brings you back there faster and easier every time, you know, every time moving in and out of it, I learn something in that moment. Yeah. And I, and I think we, um, when we're in that alignment, we also lose this kind of piercing judgment that is very available to us when we're out of alignment, where we see things in hard edges, black and white, pros and cons. Do you know what I mean? We, we get very judgy about people and places and things. And the last thing in our mind is sensuality or any kind of, of, of desirous feeling. Um, and I, I think that's really an interesting juxtaposition of, you know, when you're outside of alignment, and you haven't really practiced your connection in whatever way that you do that. Uh, I think that the critical mind comes in. And yeah. instead of seeing beauty, we see what's wrong. Well, and I've always said that resistance is judgment. And so that would make sense in what you're saying, too, because when you're in alignment, there is no judgment. Right. You're able to allow people to be where they are because you see the divinity within them. Mm-hmm. And there was a there was a relaxed state of knowing, which is what Jesus taught us so beautifully, um, even when he was in the most extreme physical circumstances, you know, with other individuals, he never lost that knowing of who they really are. But have you noticed, um, and I'm going to get sort of a little sappy here, but so what? Sappy is like syrup is like, sen- no. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you're in alignment, and you're practicing it and you're, you know, you're in there more than 51% of the time. I find people so beautiful, not mm-hmm. just the traditional beautiful. That Physical we, beautiful. Right. But it, even in, in their quirkiness. In, in their deliciousness. <gasps> yeah. So, I mean, it takes my breath away. And of course, you don't want to go around sharing that with people. But, you know, when you're in alignment and you get on a commute bus and you look around, and you're like, God, we are beautiful. And that's not a typical feeling I have when I'm out of alignment. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like, oh, don't sit next to me. Don't sit next to me. No, no. Oh, he's not next to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny. Well, and I think it's about that. Um, it's when we're in alignment, we're translating vibration in a different way. And so the beauty comes through in your translation because of your alignment. And we're translating through the eyes of source, who right. we truly are, our true selves. Our, and, and we're seeing their natural state as well. Because it is the source within you know, them. Yes. Source within us is the source within, within yeah. them. But I also find that... Um, the diversity takes your breath away, you know, not only in faces and and physicalities, but in just the, the way that the physical universe is so diverse. And it can, and if you really allow yourself to take that in, um, there is a beauty to the contrast that is extraordinary that it's even hard to put words to. Um, but it is moving into that that full alignment space, and it is a really sexy space. Um, and and I'm not again talking about the narrow 
concept of sexy. I'm talking about this sort of desirous, beautiful, broad world of color and texture and um, and opportunities for us to just dance with it and and let the littlest thing, the smallest detail, this you know, sometimes on my on my way to work, I'll turn a corner and you know, I'll, I'll hit like a bakery and the smell of bread or whatever they're baking with the coffee across the street. I mean, it's just, it can bring you to your knees. It's so sensual and so gorgeous. And yet when I'm not in that place, it's just, you know, I'm just getting to work. And, and I, it's such a different experience. It's, it really truly is like living in two different worlds. Um, when we live in alignment and we live outside of it, you know, and hence the contrast, yes, the contrast of all those things. So I love it all. I love it when what you're describing in that moment of like, it just takes a hold of you, like that smell of the bakery or whatever just grabs onto you and just caresses you and you could just feel it, sense it you know, just kind of embrace it. And then the other times when it's like, what's that smell or whatever, you know, when it's annoying. (laughs) I love that too. I love the contrast, you know, because to me, one of my big aha moments in life when my life shifted a lot was when I really embraced the contrast. Because I used to say logically, when I taught classes about this, I'd be like, okay, when you're going downstream and everything's going well, when, when life is good, you feel good. When you can get to the point when you're paddling upstream and everything is not going well, but you can still feel good, then you know it's all good. But I think I was saying that in the logical mind. Mm-hmm. But when I started to feel it in my body, I was like, oh, I got it. You know, the contrast of this smell bothering me is getting me really clear on what I don't want. And that's good. And that's just as good as the deliciousness of the senses and that caressing, you know, it's all just equally as good. Because it's on the road to something. It is on the road to because we really wouldn't be able to experience the pleasure if we didn't understand the absence of the pleasure. And of course, this is classic, you know, if you can't know hot until you know cold, um, or and vice versa. So it is, again, living in that embracing of the full. So let's, um, we have a couple more minutes before the break. So let's chat a little bit more about this track. And then we'll, we'll play the rest of it in the next segment. But I, I think this, you know, <laughs> I have found that the Abraham work is and again, I haven't studied everything, but I find that they're the most entrenched in embracing the physical, all of it, all of it, like it's all good, literally. And, um, and I love the fact that they are really entrenched in the physical and they're coming through as a collective non-physical energy. So I love that part of it, right? That they're channeling through uh, this person, Esther Hicks, as we know, and yet they're all about being in the physical. And I guess that that, that in a way presents a nice balance that, you know, there is the Esther and the Abraham. um, And it is a joyful journey between the two. It is not one is better than the other. It is that they are both having their purpose and, um, and I love them both. And I would not want there to be only Esther. And I would not want there to be only Abraham. And it, even in well, there can't you know, be right. Because right. I mean, there's, 
the us and them and the them and us. We can't exist without them. They can't exist without us in a way. It's it's a collaboration. It's a co-creation at its finest. I love that part of it. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll play a little bit more of the sexy rampage from Abraham and talk more about this wonderful sensual world in all its beauty and alignment. So stay tuned. We'll be back after the break. Just like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Rev. Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'll light a candle in your name. Pop culture is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as modern popular culture transmitted via mass media and aimed particularly at younger people. But can it be meaningful? Spiritual even? The hosts of Pop Conscious think it can be, and that it can be fun to explore, too. Milena Dawn and Stacey Macris Ross will be your amateur cultural anthropologists, examining pop culture and spirituality every Monday at 2 p.m. Central on Pop Conscious on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction@unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back to our show. As you've heard, you're listening to Everyday Attraction with Ray and Heather. And oh, before I forget, pop on over to our website, everydayattraction.com. Sign up for our email list. We're getting more and more information from you and we're going to get you back with some great stuff that's going on with us. And so pop over everydayattraction.com. There's a little box. Put your email address in there and uh, and get on our list so that we can keep in touch with you. And also send us an email. Let us know how you're doing, what wonderful Abrahamic things you're up to. And the email address is everydayattraction, everydayattraction at gmail.com. But with no further ado, let's get back to this sexy rampage from Abraham from a recent workshop that you can get over at abraham-hicks.com. Here we go. And she was feeling the clarity of finding that vibrational place and then feeling imagination coming in response. And she actually made a note to herself because she had been believing for quite some time that imagination was something that she was to conjure. Imagination sort of like the rampage that you're reaching for, 
is something to be conjured in order to affect an emotion. In other words, let me use my imagination to create a feeling and or let me use my imagination in order to affect an outcome. Let me use my imagination in order to create something. And now she's beginning to understand that her work, yours too, is to create the atmosphere that is fertile for the imagination to grow. So she's beginning to understand that thinking, that imagination, is a manifestation of having achieved a vibration rather than the tool in which to achieve the vibration. Can you feel the difference? So she's beginning to understand that what thinking is, is receiving, not projecting. That the majority of thoughts are the receiving of thoughts. And it must be unless you think you're thinking the original thought and you're not. You're not thinking the original thought. There is so much thought that is culminating right where you are. What's your reception? Where are you in terms of the receiving of this thought? What have you been doing in order to create the fertility that allows the receiving, the reception, you see? So in the sexual context, what we're really talking about is in every subject, in every avenue of your life, just get some good foreplay going on. In other words, prepare yourself for the receiving. Prepare yourself for the receiving. Don't go forward into anything demanding it or justifying it or explaining it. Prepare yourself for the receiving of it, you see. Think of yourself as the receivers. The thought that you're receiving is a manifestation of a vibrational frequency that you've practiced and allowed. You're getting this, aren't you? In other words, we're right out here on the leading edge, and yet you heard and got every bit of this. It'll take a little bit of practice because you are accustomed to going after things. You are accustomed to making things happen. And when you begin studying with us, and we say you create your own reality, and we call it things like the science of deliberate creation, you then apply your same tactics that haven't worked for you very well out there in the action-oriented world to this as well. And it takes you so far, it takes you a little further than maybe you went before, but it does not take you to the place that you want to go. It doesn't take you to that clarity, you see. Think about it. Think about, in terms of sexual transmutation, think about the feeling of finding that vibrational place and allowing, in a sort of effortless way, that delicious ease of all things to be realized by you. Not demanding it, not insisting it, not forcing it, not efforting it, just allowing it, moment by moment by moment by moment by moment. Every moment of your experience is a manifestation moment, every moment. What you're perceiving here, the theater that you are in, the vessel that you're upon, the ocean that you're moving through, everything that you're perceiving, this is manifestation. Manifestation because you are translating vibration into all of this, you see. So as you have soothed yourself into the fullness of who you are so that all of you is having this manifestational moment, feel the richness, the fullness, the wholeness, the depth, the breadth, the satisfaction of these manifested moments. So many people are standing in this place 
dissatisfied in this way and this way and this way, hopefully, they think, on their way to something that will be an improvement. I will get there. I will eventually get there. You're not ever going to get there. You're there. There's no place else to get. This is where it's all happening. This is the manifested moment. This is the moment. And every single moment of your life can be that climatic moment that you're reaching for at the end of something that most of you make way hard work out of. Way hard work out. You can prepare yourself emotionally and vibrationally for the realization of more that is delicious in more moments of your life experience. Every moment a manifestation. Every moment a manifestation. The only question is, how have I prepared myself in the receiving, in the translating, in the realization of this manifestation? How broad is my manifestation? So rather than wanting to reach into all of the contrast in the world, the good and the bad and the ugly, the things wanted and things unwanted, rather than feeling like I need to explore the whole buffet in order to know what I'm doing, just find precision in the vibration that you're offering and let what's being revealed to you that you are now realizing, let it be that expanded, that never before realized into all of the universe. That's the climatic moments that you're reaching for. When you take all that you are into a new realization, that's what you're reaching for. That's what creation is. That's good. We liked it a lot. Wow, that was a lot. They took it to a different level there so let's let's back up a little bit and and talk about this they really um took another turn and i thought it was really an unexpected one talking specifically around imagination because for for much of this teaching we've been talking about the imagination as a place where you can go and conjure up your alignment and here they flipped it just a little bit in that when you practice your alignment through your thoughts and through the way that you care for your emotions and the way that you're focused, I really, really want to bring the way that you decide to focus. Imagination comes as a gift, as part of the alignment receiving so that you can get new ideas, new insights, broader perspective. So the imagination comes as a gift, as an expansion point, rather as the vehicle that we use to become aligned. Isn't that interesting? Can you, can you say that one more time just to make sure that it sinks in? So we've talked about, you know, in, in these teachings that we use the power of our imagination to find right. al alignment. And what they're saying is that actually imagination comes as a reaction to our alignment. So imagination is not the vehicle, but the gift that comes because it comes with this perspective that's so much broader. So our imagination takes flight as a response to our alignment. Right. And so it's not a projecting, it's a receiving. Our imagination is a receiving of spirit, not what we use to find spirit, which I think right. is and fabulous. It's, it's kind of like when they've said um, before, like you thought you had that good idea, but source placed that great idea there and you think you thought it up, you know, but <laughs> right. they handed it to you. So it's that, it's that collaboration of which comes first, the chicken or the egg. Does the imagination 
create the alignment or does the alignment create the imagination? imagination. <laughs> yes. And they're saying here that there's another way to see imagination as, as a result of the alignment, which I think is a whole nother way of looking at it. And one of the reason I like that is that now it's even more important, more important than ever that I prepare my receiving self right? That I prepare my atmosphere for the receiving, because with my imagination will come the solutions, the breakthroughs, the, the absolute way of seeing the world from, um, from the, the vantage point of infinite intelligence, right? Where anything that you have asked for is in this imagination cloud that comes is a puzzle piece that just simply plops into place with with ease, with effortlessness, as we always talk about, you know, so it is really your job all day, every day is to be preparing yourself for the receiving of the atmosphere of source of the divine spirit. <laughs> and so what do you do to keep yourself in receiving mode? Now, we're not saying 100% of the time, this is not perfection. This is not about being someone that you're not, but it is really a practice in that what actions, what thoughts, what patterns do you give yourself to that keep you out of that receiving atmosphere? And what yeah. do you, and what practices, what disciplines, what discipleships do you participate in that prepare you like a bride, yeah. like a bride <laughs> for the beloved. It is. I was that, just thinking yeah. about um, when I used to think that I was being really positive, but I was manifesting negative stuff or, you know, if I'm using my own judgment, but uh, positive, negative. And it was when I would think that um, I was a positive person out loud, I would state things that would align with positivity. But then in my head, the way I would think things, I would be really thinking about lack. And, yeah, you know, um, and so there was no I was not I wasn't understanding why I was manifesting what I didn't want. <laughs> right. Because the receiving atmosphere hadn't really truthfully turned on because the universe, I, I, I think a lot of learning this practice is awakening to that yes. is that it's not about a f an affirmation it's about no. a feeling that affirms and the words tumble out as a response to that internal energy affirmation i really love you know how they say bringing it full back to the sexy that that really we have to be participating in a lot of foreplay yeah to be in spiritual alignment. Don't you love that concept? I love that idea that what am I going to do today to foreplay? What is going to be my foreplay so that I am teasing my way into alignment with source and the actions and the discussions I have, you know, if they're not foreplay, if they're not sexy foreplay for my alignment with source, then they won't, they should not be having my full attention. You know, I should not be practice something I practice on a daily basis. And, and I think that is such an interesting way to discern what you're participating in, whether it be from conversations to places that you go to, um, you know, choices that you make in your life on the big, on the micro and the macro. Um, is this going to keep me in this foreplay? Because we're kind of 
either in one one of two places. We're in foreplay, which is leading to that place of alignment, uh, which is also delicious because we're not quite there. We're just trying to keep the atmosphere going. And then we are in, you know, the climactic experience, the essential, full-on, this is what source feels like experience, which frankly, you don't want to have all the time. You know, it's not sustainable as, as a consistency. And so we want, as you've have you stated, embrace all of it um, to be in foreplay and then to be in full play. Uh, I love that dance. And, um, and I think it's so beautiful how they brought that in, that we truly are sort of in this leading edge. Um, and that we're fertilizing our imagination through this foreplay. And, and that I want to go back to the ease and the flow. You know, it really is an effortless, non-demanding. I mean, again, we can come back to the sexy is, you know, is somebody sexy when they're demanding and, and cranky and, you know, must have? No, of course not. But how sexy is effortlessness and ease and flow and um, this idea too that was so delicious there that every moment is a manifestation moment you know to really see that we are creating in that minute to minute basis and uh, isn't that that's sort of a, an amazing thing to just to, to step back and, and allow in and it's so beautiful it is to be there to just be there, not try to get there, because there's no getting there. It is here now. It's whether we're alignment, we're in alignment uh, or not. Um, but it is kind of exciting when they say every moment could be that climax. Um, either we're on our way to it, having it, or leaving it and coming back in. I mean, it's all good in that sense. But um, I loved that idea of constantly preparing for the more. And, and sort of really asking, you know, how receptive am I, am I? And sometimes I say, how good can I stand it? Mm -hmm. um, that is true co-creation. So with that, we are at the end of our hour here on Everyday Attraction, where we take today the physical and the non-physical and really swirl them into a gorgeous imagination of knowing that there is so much more going on here and it is your opportunity to step into that broader knowing your opportunity to say yes to the sexy sensual and really see um, how delicious your life is even in the pocket of contrast so thank you heather for playing this hour and thank for, you, Ray. Thanks for bringing the sexy. <laughs> and we wish you all a wonderful week. We'll see you next time on Everyday Attraction. Be real. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction.
In jest, there is truth. Shakespeare made the line famous. And at Holy Rascals, we've taken it to heart. Join us at HolyRascals.com, a spiritual education resource and community of spiritual boundary crossers who are on a truth-seeking journey that doesn't shy away from humor and frank conversations. HolyRascals.com offers cutting-edge webinars, short online videos, and podcasts. Our featured teachers are inclusive, radical, and often funny people who embrace the common heart of all religions. Find us on Facebook or check out our upcoming programs at www.holyrascals.com. In his new book, What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug?, Daryl Fuzaro emphasizes the positive effects of applying unity principles in everyday situations. Laura Harvey, editor of Daily Word magazine, exclaims Daryl Fuzaro shares his life lessons with inspiring creativity. This book is encouraging, funny, and heartwarming, a combination I highly recommend. As co-host of Unity Online Radio's Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, Daryl's old-school charm and no-nonsense approach to spirituality keep a global audience laughing and inspired. What if Godzilla just wanted a hug? Is loaded with Daryl's hilarious, award-winning illustrations and packs his wit and wisdom into easy-to-digest, bite-sized stories of how he transforms chaos into tranquility and succeeds in the entertainment business by doing the opposite of everyone else. What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug is a pocket Bible encouraging the talented and timid to trust their gut, act on their intuition, and step out boldly. Even if you just bought it for the chapter titles and Daryl Fuzaro's illustrations alone, you'd be getting more than your money's worth with this book. Author and film critic Sister Rose Bucati says, Spending time with Fuzaro's stories will leave you no choice but to smile and carry on. Oh, he forgot to mention he hangs out with a group of nuns, but then, if he had, it would have necessitated a change to some of his more colorful adjectives. Have fun ordering your copy of What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug? today on Amazon.com. We know that God is the source of our prosperity, but how do we manifest it in our lives? We simply change our limiting patterns around money, relationships, and health. Then, naturally, our vitality goes up, and so does our cash flow. We start to live with purpose, sharing our unique ability. Join us on Prosperity Power Hour every Monday at 1 p.m. Central Time to claim your divine inheritance. Prosperity for all, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.